Win the battle of your musty, damp basement with an easy breathe ventilation system. Take charge of your indoor air. It's easy with basement ventilation to remove musty odors, pollutants, allergens, and airborne particles by 85%. An easy breathe ventilation system creates air exchanges for cleaner, fresher, healthy indoor air. And right now, get $250 off your own easy breathe ventilation system. Call 866-822-7328 or visit takechargeofyouair.com today. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, for the last couple of months, we have had the awesome pleasure of being joined by my friend, the Reverend Mark Thompson and host of Make It Plain. And each month that Mark and I sit down, we go over a host of issues that we think are going to be impacting how people will be turning out for midterms. And this conversation was pre-taped before the breaking news around Donald Trump's home being searched and how that will impact midterms. But Mark and I do get into a conversation about, you know, the Biden administration and being held to account for the people that got Biden into office. This was pre-recorded before the Biden administration had a series of legislative wins, which we had not seen since the beginning of this administration and the initial rollout of vaccines, as well as the economic package to help those most in need during COVID, which we are still in. But Mark and I do get into a 50,000 foot conversation about democratic messaging and also about where we are in terms of the case against Brittany Griner in Russia that has now, she has now been sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison. There are still talks apparently that are happening between Russia and the United States for a prisoner swap, but we do know that those things can take months, if not years. My hope, my God, is that, you know, Brittany Griner will not be a destroyed human by the time that we are able to get her back to the United States. I do believe that we will be able to get her back, God willing, but I hope that it isn't to see a ruined and fragile and tortured Brittany Griner. And so we talk about that and the effects that that case is having on the Biden administration and whether or not they have been and are continuing to do enough. Because it is really difficult for us folks to detach not only race 
from this case and gender, but also sexual orientation and all of those layers playing into the fact that if this had been, you know, a white male NBA player, would there have not been more public outcry? Would there had not been more public response from this administration? We can't help, but, you know, use past history as our guide which is that, you know, when things relate to black women, this country could give a fuck, right? They're banning abortions in places and we have a maternal mortality rate of one in five black women that go into a fucking hospital may not come out, right? So we know that this country cares very little about black women. And we have known that since its creation. So how is that playing into what we are seeing with Brittany Griner is a conversation that Mark and I get into. But as I leave you folks this week, I do believe that Democrats have momentum that we have not seen before. I do believe that we are living in absolutely extraordinarily unprecedented times from dealing with the reality of three different viruses that are attacking this country and two of which are also attacking the world, monkeypox and covid We are living with unprecedented climate change that is literally washing away people's homes or setting them on fire. We are living at a time when, you know, there is a serial killer that is going around New Mexico killing Muslim men. Authorities believe that they have picked up that person. They believe that person to be a person of interest and their motivation as of this time of this recording, we do not know. We know that we have a Republican party that is a white supremacist fascist party that no longer believes in democracy or the rule of law applying to anyone, whether that is a congressional subpoena or a fucking FBI warranted search, right? That everyone believes that Republicans and white people are just above the law and should have a whole set of different laws, if any, that apply to them. You know, that's just coming off the dome on top of, you know, voter suppression, on top of the overturning of Roe v. Wade, like on top of funny as, as Leslie and I had remarked earlier in the week, you know, the earth actually spinning faster for the first time ever in our fucking history and the day's getting shorter. So I don't know if we're just part of the leftovers, right? And like the apocalypse has happened. No idea. But I do know that we need to be able to find joy, take breaks, take breaths on a regular basis because our nervous system, just the unsettledness, the uncertainty that we are living in, uh, is crazy. It's fucking crazy. And it's why folks, I'm taking a couple of days to go and be with friends. And at the end of this month, I will also be taking a week off before we get into the craziness of the fall, because I recognize that even though the news never stops and everything keeps breaking, that if I do not take a break, I in fact will have a breakdown. And I appreciate so many of you that send me tweets and DMs and are really prayerful and just meditative on sending me positive energy, you know, to keep myself healthy and sane. And I send that energy, meditation and prayer right back at all of you, because I know that you listen to this show and you show up for Woke AF and for me, because you believe in democracy, because you believe in your responsibility as citizens to this country. And sometimes the responsibility of citizenship weighs really fucking heavy like it is right now, that some days I would rather just not care 
I would rather just, you know, bury my head in the sand and pretend all of this isn't happening and go about my day. But there is just no way for what is transpiring to not affect us, right? So whether we are actively dealing with it or as I talked about a couple of weeks ago, you know, just this this stress that kind of is just laying in the back of our minds because we're never able to fully relax, right? And the reason is because since Donald Trump descended down those fucking stairs, you know, we have been living with that ambient stress, that stress that, you know, we don't know how to meet head on day in and day out. We just know that we don't feel right. We know that we feel uneasy and we can't necessarily every single day put our fingers on it. And what I want to say is that ignoring it is going to be a bigger problem than actually meeting these issues head on and figuring out what are the tactics, the self-care tactics that I need to be layering myself in and building into a daily routine in order to keep me sane and in order to keep me healthy, right? Because even when we have these wins, which this administration has had recently, I'm too scared to be excited about it because I'm just anticipating the other shoe dropping and that is no way to live. So if you have the ability and the privilege to be able to take a break before we get ready to go back to school, not knowing what the fuck that's going to bring or get ready to go back to work or what have you, please do take time for yourself. Even if it is a day that you say, you know what, you know what my vacation is going to be? turning off every single social media app and just focusing on real life and real people for one whole day. Because I will tell you that the times that I'm able to take a break and leave this behind, I feel renewed, right? I feel re-energized. I feel like I'm giving myself the strength that is necessary to continue pushing on. And I want that for all of us because we are all needed in every single capacity that we are able to show up in. It doesn't matter if you have a microphone or not. It matters that you care and that you want the people around you to care, right? And in order for that to happen, we need to care for ourselves. And so as I bid you adieu on this day and pick it up on the other side of the week, remember that your self-care comes before everything else because it is a thing that allows us to continue pushing along. We cannot, as my mother says, pour from an empty cup. The Damage Report with John Idarola is one of the most popular shows on the TYT network that serves as your daily breakdown of the genuine threats and challenges facing our country and world. These days, we're confronted with an overwhelming sea of shocking, confounding, and devastating news stories. The Damage Report is your life raft, helping you navigate the day's news and understand the damage caused by the corrupt establishment, politicians, corporations, and everything in between. Join the Damage Report's notorious fan club, The Dragon Squad, where you become part of a fantastic community of progressives. Create a fun dragon nickname that fits your personality, collaborate, and participate in fun activities like voting for, the garbage person of the week, and much more. Listen to The Damage Report on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. 
Get a behind-the-scenes look at Comedy Central's The Daily Show on Beyond the Scenes, an original podcast from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Every week, host Roy Wood Jr. goes deeper with the notable guests and experts from the Emmy Award-winning series. Together, they use comedy to tackle current topics from gentrification to gun laws and take a closer look at how and why these topics matter. Listen to Beyond the Scenes from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Tuesday. Folks, I am always so happy every month that I get to sit down with my friend, the Reverend Mark Thompson, host of Make It Plain, to, yes, make it woke and make it plain for us about what we are headed into in the next couple of months as we make the slow march to midterms and beyond. Mark, I want to start off today with, you know, I never get to actually marinate in good news. And as it turns out, surprisingly so. Is Kansas the new bellwether state? Is this the new state that we need to be paying attention to? Because out of shock to me, but not to others who have seen Kansas as more of a moderate uh, and not so much of a red, red state, um, they completely and totally rebuffed the Republican Party's um, push to rewrite their constitution and uh, and overturn access to abortion in that state. Uh, now everyone is saying, oh, Democrats, we think we have a winning issue for you. What did you make of uh, the people of Kansas and their pushback against uh, abortion? Well, I, I think it's finally um, white women and their allies in a red state getting it. I think for years, all the conversation about Roe and Roe being on the block and being in jeopardy, for those of us who were saying it, were seen as chicken little, the sky is falling. Now it has yep. actually happened. And just like in sports and politics, there's something called an unforced error. I think the GOP has made a grave mistake uh, thinking that, but they believe their own press and their own press is Fox News. And Fox News tells them every day that this is what the American public wants and this is not what the American public wants. Kansas has proved that. I wish abortion rights were on every ballot in November. If so, Democrats, Democrats would win resoundingly. So I, I think this is a wake-up call to Republicans. But it also, as you said, we need some good news. It, it ought to serve as an inspiration to Democrats of what we can get done if we stick together, that the issues that we support are the issues many other Americans support, and that we're on the right side of, of this struggle. Uh, and I think that that's pretty much the way it's going to go. And I, and I think I mentioned this to you before. Normally, the party in power loses seats in the midterms, but Democrats really are not the party in power, even though mm. Biden's the president. We're not the party. The Supreme Court, the right wing Supreme Court, Yep. Is the branch in power, is the party in power. Republicans who are filibustering everything in the Senate are the party in power. And so I, I think that our base is is getting that. I think, uh, look, it's just like Liz Cheney. It took a Republican uh, white woman to get Democrats to focus on January 6th to the point where it is now and it's helping. It took a Republican, Republican white women collectively in Kansas Maybe it inspires because let's face it, and, and you've talked about this a lot. Um, I don't want to sound just like you because I don't have the time <laughs> bandwidth 
getting as much trouble as you've been getting into. I can take that. I, can, I got. I'm bearing enough crosses. I want to bear your cross right now. I, I get pick your cross up later and help you. Uh, uh, that you know, it's, just, it's in the Bible. Some couple of people help Jesus carry the cross. I'm saying I'm not going to help Danielle carry her cross right now. But um, let me say this as diplomatically as possible. Um, Democratic Party leadership. And I shouldn't even say that. The consultant class, mm-hmm. Democratic Party, for whatever reason, feels they got to listen to. I gave a speech out. They didn't say the word abortion. What, what, so, so you, dude, you are in what? 1986, the consultant class who does not know what it's doing is advising not to do that. The consultant class is the capitalist because they told Liz Cheney, maybe we shouldn't have a committee. Maybe we shouldn't have hearings. And she had to tell him, she said, why don't y'all stand up? It took a, Dick Cheney's daughter to tell them to stand up. For so, you know, I, 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 I hope that this lets people know on our side they can stand up. And if it doesn't let the leadership know, it lets the rank and file, the constituents know to make the leadership stand up and stop being scared of their own shadow. This is a this is a big victory, big, huge, devastating to the Republican Party. And I think it it foretells what more can come if we if we hold the line. You know, the funny thing is, is that the, the pundit class has been saying that Republicans are the dog that caught the car. Right. For 40 some odd plus years, they've been wanting Roe v. Wade overturned, wanting Roe v. Wade overturned. 40 some odd years, they've had their white evangelical Christian base, you know, telling, holding up those signs of mutilated fetuses and this, that and the other thing. And now they got their wish. Right. They got their wish. And now you are seeing these red states. It's not enough to say that you don't have access to abortion. Now we're going to criminalize women. Now we're going to throw we're going to throw women and people with uteruses in jail. We're going to monitor your menstrual cycle so that like if you're going to New York, we know that you're going on vacation and not going for an abortion or going for business. And I think that do you believe, Mark, that it is it is this kind of overt um no exceptions, not rape, not incest. I mean, they're even having conversations. I can't believe my mind that they're having conversations about a 10-year-old becoming a mother, about a 13-year-old being able to like be a parent. And they think that that shit is normal. And so do you think that it was this that was the overreach for white women who were like, They've been voting. I mean, we talk about this all the time. They've been voting with their white men since the beginning of time, right? Like they have not voted Democrat. They don't split. But in this instance, voter registration in Kansas, 70% of new voters were women, right? That signed up. So do you think that it is about the egregious nature and the criminality that white Republican men are wrapping this around? that has pushed white women a little too far. I, I think so. And I think, again, it's about autonomy, women's bodily autonomy. And when you put that right in front, I mean, it's really, there's no other way to spin what they've done. They, they are very clear about controlling women's bodies. Mm-hmm. And 
you have to be pretty self-enslaved mm. to be in denial about that. Even if you lie to everybody on the outside, when you clearly in the mirror as a woman, you cannot deny what is going. And then they've announced, uh, thanks to Hanging Head Uncle Tom, Clarence Thomas, well, we're next we're coming for contraception. Mm-hmm. Next we're coming for marriage equality. Mm-hmm. Again, two issues that are important to women. So really, you you don't you don't leave a lot of wiggle room. So I think what's happening now is, as I said, what. We have been saying, even what Hillary said was going to happen has actually happened. Nobody believed it. Oh, y'all been saying that for years. They're not really going to do it. I tell you the perfect example. You take Susan Collins. And Cameron told me and he's not going to. And, and then he, he lied to me. But think about there are a lot of white women as ignorant as Susan Collins. Which really is disqualifying yep. for being in the Senate. You know, and, and I don't know what's worse, uh, uh, um, pretend lying about it. If she lied about whether or not she believed Kavanaugh, or really being or believing, you know, believing, believing I don't know. I don't right. know what's worse, really, to be yeah. honest. With you. Yeah, uh, uh, I have reason to believe she actually believed him. I think she did too, which but, to me it, actually makes it worse. Right, but it goes to your point. Why would you believe him? Because we, you know, we believe our white husbands. We believe our white men. We trust these white men. We, we, I trust this young white man. But your friend of mine, Marcos, the Daily Coast, he says something to me. There was also somewhat controversial. I'm not going to carry his cross either. Uh, on the show, <laughs> I'm avoiding y'all's crosses. He said, Mark, let me tell you, you something. You got your <laughs> own. <laughs> I'm, I got my own. Um, I'm going to say this to you, and I want y'all to hear this. And I'm, when I say it, I know you're going to agree with me. But Marcos says something deep, right? <laughs> he said, Mark, let me tell you something. To women... And, and this is his category. Now, again, the two major constituencies that will determine the election. Mm-hmm. Black vote, mm-hmm. suburban college educated white women. That's mm-hmm. it. That's that golden ticket. Suburban college. That's the Willy Wonka factory. Suburban college educated white women. That's what helped Trump get in. He said, Mark, it's people. It's a, it's a suburban college educated white women. That ain't just about their daughters. He said, Mark, that's about their sons. I said, what you mean? Said these suburban college educated white women, these soccer moms, raise these, you know, these golden boys. They raise their sons and they want to send them to college and be successful. And little boys get little girls knocked up. All right. So uh-uh, you can't have no not have no options. And I said, I didn't think about that. He said, no, it ain't just about daughters. Them women don't want their little boys caught out there because it ain't paying for them babies. Right? You feel me? So, so he said, well, mm-hmm. you look at all of that. Mm-hmm. All right. You, you, it's on, it, whatever what he was saying, suburban college educated white women who have daughters, that's one thing, but suburban college educated white women who have sons. This affects everybody. It affects, if you are controlling everybody's life by making these, these decisions about what women ought to be doing with their bodies. So, um, hey, I, I think that this is this is this is real. Kansas and see other states are going to look at it. And again, I think I said this last time I was you see, here's here's a little mystery that we haven't solved. And I keep saying whenever I say this to people who push back, they get real quiet. Mm-hmm. Raffensburger testified before January 6th committee. 
Trump called him. I need you to find me 11,000 votes. 11,000 votes. President said, well, I can't find you 11,000 votes, dudes. Where am I now? Where am I? Can't find him, dude, because 33,000 Georgia Republicans did not vote for president at all, didn't vote for you at all. That's before Danielle. They knew that's before January 6th. What was going on in November of 2020 that 33,000 Georgia Republicans wouldn't vote for Donald Trump? We ought to ask ourselves, that: how did Joe Biden? So that means, and I, I bet they have in a few other states, there was already some folks saying, I can't get with this dude. He a little wild. They were doing that. So now you've got everything that's happened since November 2020. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You've got this January 6th coming out. And if mm-hmm. Merrick Garland, I know we don't get into this, Merrick Garland, because a black woman pushed him, our friend Kristen Clark, had the courage to prosecute the officers who killed Breonna Taylor. If he would only have the courage to prosecute Trump, well, I don't want to prosecute. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You're not prosecuting the president. You're prosecuting someone who's committing crimes outside of the presidency. Al Capone. You get him on what you can get him on. If he would only prosecute Trump on witness tampering, currently, Yep. And mail fraud, like they did to Andrew Gillum. Yep. $200 million on Stop the Steal. Then what are you doing? You're actually getting his constituency behind you. Because then here's the argument. This is what DOJ can say. All y'all who sent Trump that $250 million, we're going to get that money back for you because that money was not used properly. Correct. Even even the most staunch Republicans, wait wait a minute. I get my money back? Somebody talking about getting me I got no gas money? Somebody talking about giving me some money back if I ain't got no gas? So if, 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 if Garland would just do that, which he's afraid to do, it's interesting, though, if you notice, even uh, uh, safe, mealy-mouthed, milk-toast Democrats who said he shouldn't be prosecuted now saying he should, be, he should be prosecuted. You got Leon Panetta saying there's a conspiracy. He never said the word conspiracy in his 80 years of life. So, so, so what I'm saying is the, this is an opportunity they get Roe was a gift more than we know. And I'm, I'm telling you, we're close to getting it codified at, as law. Democrats with the Senate is going to be law. Now, Manchin and Cinema, you're going to get about that filibuster. Suburban college educated white women called Joe Biden in Spain when he was over there for NATO. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden says, I'll never get rid of the filibuster. They called him in, in Spain and say, hey, man, Mr. President, good morning. How are you today? You are now in favor of filibuster reform to codify Roe. Have a nice day. Joe Biden went out before the press and said, I'm now in favor of modifying the filibuster because suburban college educated white women called him and told him to do it. So this is the power that they have. Hopefully they'll exercise it as they did in Kansas in November. So staying on the topic of the Department of Justice, because Merrick Garland pisses me off and anybody who listens to Woke AF knows that on a regular basis that I'm sitting around much like you, much like everybody else with goddamn sense, waiting for Merrick Garland to do exactly what it is that you just said. Prosecute Donald Trump for the crimes that he has committed. Don't give me bumper sticker slogans telling me that nobody is above the law, because if you had the Mount Everest of evidence that you had against any other person in these United States, they would have been indicted from 17 months ago. Um, But I want to look at what the Department of Justice has done recently, which is decide to go after the four police officers involved in the murder of Breonna Taylor 
who was sleeping in her own goddamn bed when her door was busted open and her apartment building was shot up and she was murdered. Now, if folks remember, there was no, we're not going to investigate. There was a black DA who is a Republican, this, that, and the other thing. The family ends up, ends up being awarded monetary uh, uh, damages for her death. But again, no criminal charges. The Department of Justice has finally changed that. What do you make of this now, Mark? That's huge. It's huge. Again, if our sister, Christy, and this is why representation matters. This is why, you know, when we fight for some of the things we fight for, we want people that look like us. They have the perspective. There's a black woman who's assistant attorney general for civil rights, Kristen Clark, former head of the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights on the law. She saw this through. She got the prosecution done. I don't think this was Merrick Garland, uh, but he has to support it now. No, this this is a very, very big deal. And that's what people are looking for. In fact, the DOJ is probably doing Biden a favor. Uh, by even getting this done. But this is a, an, a, very, a very important piece of prosecution. You can tell that they did not announce it. They took the time to announce it, to, to have the opportunity to gather all the evidence and to make the strongest case possible. You're right. This sister was in her home. There's no reason why she should be dead. Uh, this, I think, is an open, shut, an open and shut case. Again, though, um, it, and to me, an even easier case is the case to try Donald Trump for either, either witness tampering or I, I, I get it. You know, they're afraid Biden, the consultants, Garland are afraid of setting a precedent so that from now on, whatever the, 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 the successor party will prosecute the previous party's president. I get that. That's what they don't want to set up. Um, but, I think these, this is a different situation. If you confine it, um, I, I, I do think it's, it's probably more complicated to charge Trump with treason and sedition. Um, but witness tampering? So the people think when you go to trials like it's on TV, it's not. Go to trial. Did he call you and threaten you not to testify? Yes. Did he call yep. you? Yes, yes. That goes to the jury. That's a yes or no question. Ain't a whole lot of evidence. It's just, did he call you? We got the evidence and the record of the call. That's it. He's done. He's done. Uh, on the money. We got the records. Did y'all send him money? Monty. Yes. What did he spend the money on? Himself. Himself. So, I mean, these, are, these things are black and white. But apparently, the DOJ is um, fearful of doing that. But what we also need to know, too, is that the DOJ is not monolithic. There are career prosecutors that are in there. And when my sources tell me, even on the Andrew Gillum prosecution, Mary Garland didn't know about it. That he saw it on news like everybody else did. So there is some level of autonomy when it comes to prosecutors in the deal. Got it. So I don't, so I don't know, but, but he's still the attorney general. So I don't know whether or not, and, and, you know, uh, uh, Giuliani revealed that he himself had even caused uh, splits and munities within the DOJ and the FBI. So Donald Trump even tore up the DOJ. I mean, really, that might be another cause for prosecution. I mean, you cause sedition within the own law enforcement agencies of the United States government. Um, I mean, uh, we, at, least, we, at least we prosecute Giuliani for that. Lock him up for that. Which which they have decided not to. 
uh, with that, but that uh, just recently, but that was, that was for his involvement, um, it, with Russia and his interference with Russia being an, being an asset. Um, you know, the, the other thing though, here too, when you talk about all of these agencies and the corruption, right, we got the missing text messages, right? We got the, we got the watchdog who then decided that like, oh no, we don't need to do a backup. Uh, we don't need to alert Congress. We don't need to do these things. And I'm like, hello, DOJ paging Merrick Garland again. This is a, how many coincidences do you need to equal, a cor- equal corruption is, is the question. But last thing for you, Mark is on Brittany Griner, who in my humble opinion, did not receive the type of attention is still is now it's starting to bubble up back to the surface now that she has been sentenced in this sham trial that Russia put on where we knew it uh, was a sham trial. Everybody who's either been inside of Russia or been on the receiving end of one of these sentences and just released home will tell all of us this. How do you feel that we need to proceed as Black folks in the media, as the media in general, to continue to put a spotlight on her and her plight so she's not forgotten. You, you're really trying to get me in trouble now. Yes. You need to ask me this off the air. Uh, but let, let me try to put this diplomatically. Um, at one time recently, there was um, a, a growing movement for people to get out in the streets on behalf of Brittany Griner. I remember. What happened was that the Biden administration realized what was happening and then woke up. They a little slow to things, they woke up. And then they convinced many that a movement in the streets that was too loud or too confrontational would hurt her in greater mm-hmm. Now, if the movement that got started and then stopped got Biden to get off his rusty dust to do something, then it served. It's good. Mm-hmm. Literally, we just on a call for an hour today from a, a very prominent civil rights organization begging me to give them, you know, the justification to get back out in the streets. I said, well, you know, I don't think that's what's desirable right now. And I think it's going to be very difficult to get people behind that because the the argument is nobody wants to do anything to hurt Brittany. You know, I'm the last person who would say not to do something. Um, but it's complicated because you, you don't want to hurt her. Um, and so you, you don't really know. I, I think that I, I think the original mistake was from the beginning. The White House led people to believe that they were going to do something and they never did it. So it, every, and they asked people in the beginning to be quiet. We got this. They didn't have any do squat. So for months, everybody was quiet. Then many of us say, oh, we ain't quiet. And we finished being quiet. Then when people started making noise, White House came back. Oh, you're right. We about to do something. Go back to being quiet again. Um, so now, technically, the sentencing was should be supposed to be a formality to get to the next step of, of negotiation to end political imprisonment. Putin's ask, that is the release of the merchant of death, um, 
evicted about for that to happen, Biden has agreed to. Yep. So what's the hold up? I mean, it, it ought to be. I mean, because the, they want they want another one. They 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 yeah. decided that they wanted another one, and and this the other person that they want, who is actually a convicted murderer who is serving time in Germany, so isn't even underneath right. the United States's purview, which is just stupid. Um, is is was their follow up? Was their follow up asked? Well, they need to go ahead and get that. They need to call Germany. The United States called Germany and just get that person released too. Because um, I'm, I'm like, it doesn't matter, yeah, right? Like to me, it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm like, okay. They want their murderers back. Great. Give them to them. Let them have them. And, you know, I, I don't know that these individuals ever really were a threat to United States. Um, and knowing the CIA the way we do, I mean, the United States could release them and then kill them on the inside a week later if they wanted to. I mean, so that's what they do. They, and they and I'm sure they've infiltrated some of the, the circles in the Kremlin. So if they want, they can release them and take them out. So I think that they just need to do that. Uh, we need Brittany home. I think that's another victory. People want you, no one likes the idea of seeing a, a woman, an African-American woman uh, locked up in a Russian prison for nine years. I don't think that's something that people can stomach. So while the DOJ is prosecuting the four officers involved in Breonna Taylor's death, we can't stop there. We need Brittany Reiner released yesterday. And until Brittany Griner is free, none of us are free. We all are Brittany Griner in, in that regard. Reverend Mark Thompson, as always, thank you for your monthly visit to help make us woke. We appreciate you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. God bless you and, and your audience. That is it for me today, dear friends on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Get a behind-the-scenes look at Comedy Central's The Daily Show on Beyond the Scenes, an original podcast from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Every week, host Roy Wood Jr. goes deeper with the notable guests and experts from the Emmy Award-winning series. Together, they use comedy to tackle current topics from gentrification to gun laws and take a closer look at how and why these topics matter. Listen to Beyond the Scenes from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Tuesday. Imagine getting in a hot, stuffy car in the summer. You know how it cools off much faster when you roll down the windows first to get the hot air out? Well, that's exactly how an Easy Breathe basement ventilation system works. Removing all the musty, damp, stagnant air and replacing it with fresher, cleaner, drier air. Take charge of your air with Easy Breathe ventilation and get $250 off today. Ask about DIY kits. Visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com or call 866-822-7328. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. 
It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.